what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative, a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. Welcome back to the My Dad Watches The Bachelor podcast. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, how you doing? I'm good. How are you? Um, I'm doing pretty good. I'm glad we only have one episode that we have to review this week, but uh, I guess there's some stuff to talk about. Yeah, well, it was a pretty frustrating episode for me. Um, not a fan of everyone in the final four as i as i said last week victoria f sucks so not glad to see her um or meet her family well you haven't met her family yet so so maybe you'll understand more about her background but i know you also before we get into our highlights and lower lights you have exciting news to share with our listeners yes so you can now follow us on instagram our Username is my dad watches the bachelor, just like the podcast. There's no spaces though. Um, some pretty premium content that you can find there. So give us a follow and also don't forget to subscribe to our podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts. Okay. There you go. So, so we're down to four people. So, uh, tell us, uh, you know, what were your highlights and lowlights? Well, I felt like I was almost halfway through the episode and I hadn't written down any highs. So I was sort of grasping at straws, but um, I thought it was nice that Peter's head is healing pretty quickly and um, he looks pretty good and he's very proud of how quickly he's healing and that his bandages are off. If you noticed on every single date, he was like, look, do you see anything different? My bandages are gone. He's he's very proud of that. You know, there's... He, he's got a pretty good scar going there, though, but maybe maybe the ladies find that attractive. That's what they say they do. I mean, but I feel like most girls just automatically say that they dig scars, but like we're all just kind of pretty indifferent towards them. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's good. Good to know. Good to know. I also thought a high was um, on the three-on-one date when Victoria F. said that she's annoying to be around because uh, I agree. A little bit of honesty there. Okay. You know, I mean, and then I, I, I enjoyed Peter's dancing. You know, I mean, I to me, he's like got the real potential to be a great dad dancer. I mean, he, oh, he's it's painful to watch. I know. It sort of reminds me of the way I dance, don't you think? I don't know. I haven't seen you dance in a while, but I've seen Peter a lot and it just makes you uncomfortable. Well, I can, like, I can, I can make you uncomfortable with my dancing. I'm sure I could. I'm I sure you can. Okay. Okay, and then um, two more little ones. The friendship that has blossomed between Hannah Ann and Kelsey is just so pure, and I'm really glad Champagne Gate has been put in the past, and they could become pals. Like, it's a good look for women, and when Hannah Ann came back with the last rose, Kelsey was so excited to see her and jumped up and gave her a big hug. Like, it makes my, it makes me happy. I, I, I find their friendship to be bizarre, considering they were about to slice each other's throats uh, a few weeks ago. But uh, I, I guess good for them that they've been able to move on. And then um, 
my last high, a little thing. Um, before one of the one-on-one dates, you can see Peter staring very intensely at a painting of a windmill. That's like one of the shots that they edited in. So uh, if you need to see it, check out our Instagram. You you can see firsthand Peter still longingly looking at a windmill. Is that foreshadowing of the Hannah Brown that's yet to come? I believe so. I don't know. Maybe windmills just give him some sort of uh, power that uh, that that uh, he does not normally have. So I have a I have a very strange highlight. I think, and because it was only on the screen for about five seconds, but I was just so intrigued by it. Was when Natasha left, uh, was asked to leave, or didn't receive a rose, and the girls are waiting in the in their hotel room, and the door opens. And they don't know who's coming in. And there's some sort of luggage goon that comes in and, and he looks like he's with the mafia or something. And I keep wondering to myself, who's the luggage goon? Because he looks like a guy who's been sent in to clean up dead bodies or something. And I, I actually went back and played it and watched the guy because he's sort of a scary looking fellow. And he doesn't say a word. He just comes in and drags out the luggage, you know, like, uh, you know, that poor Natasha's resting with the fishes. I don't know. So I, I, I was very that's intrigued. That's, I was just very intrigued by that. I don't know. I like the Godfather movies. So that's like, um, that's like an old guy thing. If you were um, um, a more consistent watcher, you would know that happens often. Like someone comes in, takes a suitcase away. That's how the girls know that person's going home. I was informed this morning by um, a friend that, this guy works for Barstool, so I don't understand how a Barstool employee ended up being the luggage goon of The Bachelor in Peru, but just like a weird connection there. Okay. Well, and then and my other and, – and, and then I put question mark. I'm not sure if this is a highlight or low light, but – you know, Kelly's confidence slash arrogance going into the, the three-on-one date and throughout the three-on-one date where she was just sort of like, you know, you know, looking at the camera saying, you know, one's a child, one's a hot mess. What, what are we waiting for here? Let's uh, you know, she you know, I, I was amused by uh, her approach to the whole thing. Yeah, it wasn't a great look for her, but she's not wrong. I, I think you're right about that. She was not wrong. All right. You have any other highs or should we move to the lows? Give us your lows. Well, my low, I, Natasha going home was kind of a low for me as well as Kelly because like both of these women are obviously just like they're the most relatable to me. And I think that they would make the best partner. And so it's sad to see them go home instead of like, the crazies of Victoria F. But I just think like Natasha, she's, she's too good for Peter. She's too witty. She's too smart. She would have gotten bored with him. So it's sad to see her go because she had some good commentary, but I think that she can do better than pilot Pete. And then my other low was Kelsey's one-on-one date when she had to go ATV riding and she was a little uncomfortable, but um, the low is that, the producers kind of did her dirty by not telling her to wear a sports bra before this date. Cause I think that would be uh, pretty painful to ride on that bumpy road on an ATV and not wear a sports bra. So my low is just how rude the producers were to Kelsey on a one-on-one. 
Well, my, my dad experience tells me that's an area that I should not comment on, so I won't. I will move along and uh, <laughs> just say that from the low light perspective, to me, the lowest low light was Peter doing the old the old fake rose trick with Natasha where he like picks up the rose and he's talking to her and sort of waving it around. And then he finally says, I'm not giving you the rose. And, uh, you know, to me, he w- it was a better fake than a Tom Brady play action pass play. He sort of had it out there, brought it back in and, and, uh, never handed off the rose. So I, I, the way he handled that, I just thought was, was poor in that, uh, you know, if you're if you're going to give her her walking papers, give her a walking papers. Don't don't sort of tease her with the rose. Yeah, but uh, he's not like he. I don't think that um, it was a surprise. I, I, I Natasha I, saw it coming. I I, I agree, but uh, you know, I think that he he gave her false hope with the way he did it. He 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 should have left that rose sitting there, had a conversation with her, and not sort of picked it up and waved it under her nose before before she left. She didn't seem too devastated. I think she's going to be okay. I agree. And then you know, just the other low light, the whole the whole last three on one date, it just sort of felt like an execution. The whole thing of you know people. You know, riding to the date, you know, look, you know, everyone looks like someone's about to be murdered. And I guess someone is about to be murdered from a from a, a bachelor perspective. But it just had this pall of death that uh, was over it. So I, 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 I didn't, I don't know, you know, I guess that's what they like. But I, I felt it was a low light. Okay. Well, my right reasons, I'm giving it to Kelsey today I feel like she's confident in who she is and she knows what she wants and she has a deep emotional connection with pilot Pete um and I I just think she's a genuine girl and I'm a big fan of her and I'm excited to see her take Peter to Iowa I mean Iowa seems to be big fans of guys named Pete so maybe he's gonna do well there well, uh, I, I think you're making a political reference here. Is that what you're doing? I'm, I'm, yes. I'm a little slow. Okay. You're well, a little slow there. Okay. I was referring to the caucuses. Okay. Well, you know, I'm, you're, you're uh, making assumptions about our audience that I'm not sure are safe, but uh, we'll, 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 well, we'll move ahead. Didn't he just win the Iowa caucus? I'm saying that the people of Iowa like Pete. Okay. Well, I... I I think he came he either I think he won. I'm not sure they know yet. They didn't they don't really run a great caucus there, but um <laughs> you know, my right reason goes to Madison because I thought that she had things that she needed to say about her faith and and she got those off her chest and she said them and Pete seemed to accept them and uh, I I thought that she was being pretty honest. And yeah, uh, and I, I she she strikes me as a very sincere person and and you know to me she's the catch of the bunch but uh, I I just can't give her the right reason because she knows who Peter is coming into this and she knows her faith and what we saw on the preview for the rest of the season that she is saving herself for marriage she knows who Peter is she knows his windmill experience like. I don't think it's going to mesh well once we uh, get towards fantasy suite week. And she should have known that coming in. 
well, I'm sure that uh, that will create some some interesting situations that we'll be discussing in the future. So, uh, what about your wrong reason? Uh, I mean, probably Victoria because she sucks. Um, she she called Peter out. She's like, I feel like you're in a mood every time I'm with you. I'm like, no, Victoria, you're in a mood every time we see you because you suck. Like. She's just trying to get sent home at this point. Like, how far can she push Peter before he breaks? And apparently, the answer is not far enough because he wants to go home with her. Like, oh, she. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I, you can only imagine. You know, I, I, I agree with you that, uh, you know, I, I thought it was really strange that if she's really trying to get a rose, I don't think you like uh, tell the guy that you're trying to get the rose from that. Why are you always in a mood whenever we're together? And it just, you know, she's sending all sorts of messages that uh, it's okay to off me or, or you should be offing me. And Peter is unable to pull that trigger trigger. Cause he's kind of a, kind of a dope. So uh, that, that was a problem. Peter just has issues. He's like my relationship with Kelly. I hate it when she says that it's fun. Like, relationship shouldn't be easy and fun like i need a relationship with victoria where she's the whiniest person i've ever known like that's what i want and you know who i do not want to meet next week victoria's whiny ass family that she probably came from you know the apple probably doesn't fall far from the tree and i'm sure her mom is not going to be a great person either well i i I, I will guess we'll get to find that one out. Uh, you know, I, I'll just say, you know, if, if Victoria is, is so difficult to deal with when she's trying to get a rose, I can only imagine what she's like after she's had a bad day at work. Uh, you know, she, she either wants out or she's a monster, one of the two. So uh, Probably both. Well, probably both. She's so, turning into a monster because she's getting too far in. She's like, I'm far enough now. I got my Instagram followers. I can get my sponsorships and Instagram like ads. And now she wants out. Well, she's fake. You're, you're very cynical. I, you know, but I guess the apple doesn't fall that far from the tree, as some people say. Anyway, moving on, uh, you know, my wrong reason, you know, Sorry again, Peter, but I just kept scratching my head with the whole Natasha situation, just saying, why is she even still here? Because it seems like Peter, you know, from what we have seen on the show, has made such a little effort in trying to actually get to know Natasha. And I'm just wondering, how did you even make it to the final six? I mean, you know, good for you. Glad you did. You seem like a nice, intelligent person, but there just seems to be nothing there between the two of them. So... I think I, I have an answer for you. Well, please. Natasha made it to the final six so that McKenna wouldn't. Just because it was going to be more difficult to ditch her in the final six and, and it was easier to ditch Natasha or, or what? Yeah, yeah. Natasha's not as emotional. McKenna's like a hot mess. Tammy was bringing up too much drama. Get those chicks out early. So then he has like one easy one to cut off. And then he just has to make one hard decision. So, so as far as you're concerned, he would have been just as happy taking five into this round. But if I'm going to take six, yeah. I'm going to I'm going to take Natasha. You know, and you know, and Peter tells. I think at one point Peter was saying to Natasha that she's got more sides to her than any woman here. You know, and I'm thinking, dude, you barely know this woman. You know, I I just think you're really full of it. And and I I just I, I just he 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 makes me nutty. So anyway. 
So Peter is your wrong reason for how many weeks in a row? He's, Probably all of them. Well, that's, he's got a streak going, no doubt about it. <laughs> so. All right. So um, Bachelorette pick. I'm I'm going to stick with Kelsey. I think that it would be good to have a strong emotional role model to show both women and men that it's okay to be open with your feelings. And I think that it could be very entertaining, especially if we get a Champagne Gate-esque drama going along on her bachelorette season as well. Well, I'm, I'm going to defer to you. I mean, I, I think if I'm a producer of the show looking for drama and and silliness i think that she would be a a fine choice you know the you know i will say that i think she's got high maintenance written all over you know she talked about her difficult background and giving her father a second chance but don't don't tell my mom about this by the way the mom might know about this if she watches the show at some point in time <laughs> so i hope at some point she breaks it to her mom and you know, she doesn't want to settle. She doesn't want a man. She, she wants a man who's going to treat her with the respect she deserves. To me, she just always seems to be teetering on the verge of a breakdown. So there's you know, a difference between crying and having a breakdown. OK, well, I don't think our listeners need for you to go into great detail explaining that. But next time you and I are together, you can explain the difference that I mean, I, I know there's a difference in crying and having a breakdown. I think she's getting closer to the breakdown area. But but anyway, I, I think if you're cl- crying every day, I think I think you're close to the breakdown. But I'm, I'm not trained in this area. So uh, so I'm going to defer to you. Who's your uh, who's your episode MVP? I'm giving it to Madison. Um, it seems like Peter likes her the most. He said he was falling in love with her. She didn't say that back. Um, so good for her. She's got a little bit of power in that relationship. Plus, she's like the only one of my picks left. So I've, I've got to get throw her a bone here. I, I I I guess the only thing I might say is although you I, although you I know you hate her I think uh, Victoria certainly had a had an episode where she was just very very visible and and again I didn't like the way Peter dealt with the Rose situation there where I'm I'm going to walk you to the car and it seems like I'm sending you home and then hey, by the way, here's a rose because, you know, you're, you're obviously so troubled that you're serious about this relationship. So, and, and, and then he had to like sit down with the other two. It seems to me that maybe he should have walked uh, Kelly to the car and, and said goodbye in a, in a different way than he did. But, you know, that's, that's Peter for you. What are you going to do? So, so some fatherly advice. Oh, boy. <laughs> my favorite part okay and I'm, and I'm sure that of many of our listeners but the first thing that peter does when he arrives in peru he calls his mom you know he was calling he had a phone call with his mom so fatherly advice always good to keep in touch with your parents we worry about you we miss you so you, you need to make sure that you, know, you keep in touch with us. Call us when you're traveling, so we know that we get when you when you're going to Peru. We want to make sure that you get there safely. So make sure that you're calling us. Well, um, do you think he called his mom after he split his head open? Uh, he just like Facetimed her. He's like, "Mom, look, I got my bandage off." I, I get the sense he probably did. So I he he's, they they seem to be a pretty tight family. So. Uh, you know, and, and Pete's mom, I thought, gave him some good advice of be honest with yourself, be true to yourself, you know, good for Pete's mom. 
some uh, additional fatherly advice, you know, Kelly, don't be too overconfident, particularly when you're on a reality TV show. You never know when someone's going to whack you upside the back of your head. So, you know, you temper your overconfidence and arrogance there. You know, she handled it well. She didn't seem to be too devastated by the breakup. She, she, and, and I think she seems just a little too cool to the whole process to be a good bachelorette candidate, you know. So I, yeah, so. I agree. I would like to see her on Paradise, though. Okay, whatever. Uh, and uh, just a little, bit, a little bit of advice to the guys out there. You really want to avoid the high-maintenance women who think that they're low-maintenance. And I think, I think Victoria is high-maintenance, but I think she probably knows that she's high-maintenance. The problem with Kelsey is I think she's high-maintenance, and I don't think she's got a clue that she's high-maintenance. I think she's— No, she's pretty chill. She, like, went on the ATVs. She ran up that mountain. Yeah, well, as soon as Peter doesn't pay attention to her, she's going to go off the rails. I rank both Victoria and Kelsey very high on the dad crazy train. So I think that, uh, you know, when we, we take a step back, there are four left. There are two crazy train girls. There's one virgin. And then there's Hannah Ann. Hannah Ann. I don't know how to categorize her at this point in time. So, you know, if nothing else... They've set us up for lots of drama for next week. Oh, yes. I'm very excited to uh, see the hometown dates. I feel like you're going to thrive next episode. There's going to be a lot of uh, unamused dads in the in the show being like, what the heck, you're dating three other girls and you want my blessing? So it'll... I'm, hey, I'm curious. hey, try to stay in your lane, would you, okay? <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> All right, so... Um, that's all we've got for today's episode. Um, well, make sure ev- to- everyone needs to remember to check out the mesh.tv and check out all the cool podcasts. And as you said, check out our subscribe. Instagram account. Yeah, check out our Instagram, subscribe, anything you listen to podcasts. Um, and make sure to check back in next week to uh, hear all of our thoughts from the right reasons and uh, from my dad's reasons, which are sometimes questionable. So uh, we'll see you next week. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.